Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 You know that your healing is found in Jesus. Not so much in someone laying hands on you, but in Jesus. And I believe right now that healing is here. I really do. I believe that healing is here because the presence of Jesus, we have, we've come into the presence of Jesus. And we can grab a hold of everything that he did for us. We can grab a hold of that healing. You know, what Jesus did on the cross was more than save me from my sins. He did more. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. God said, thank you for inviting me in. <laughs> in your presence. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for allowing us to come into your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Because you know, I believe that there's not a lot of churches today that really want Him, that really want His presence, but we want you. We want you, Jesus. He's so happy. He is. He's just so pleased and so happy that we invite Him in. Mighty, mighty God, we serve. There is no other, no other to be able to just come and be in His presence, just to worship Him and to share with Him and be with Him, sit with Him, dance with Him, sing with Him. He just sits there and looks down and just smiles, so happy. He's so happy when people praise him. Yes, he is. It's, when we invite him in, it's...
Thank you, because in his presence, there's fullness of joy, fullness of joy. Mm -mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can make you smile today. Call them all to attention. Say, look here, as your daddy and my, my brother. So he calls him down. He's sitting up there. He said, hey, come here. Look down there and see what they're doing. <laughs> that's Brother Floyd. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's what he does. He's got them around. Yeah. Ain't we happy? Ain't we blessed? We're so blessed we can't hardly stand it. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Lost and undone. Lost and undone. Yeah, without him we would be lost and undone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us into your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that you made a way for us to come into your presence, that we can be with you. Thank you. And I want to talk about healing today because I think we need a revelation. Yes, ma'am. Spirit, I just explained that he fills everything with himself. And then I remembered that scripture in, in Ephesians that talks about being filled with the fullness of God. And when he delivers us or when he heals us, <laughs> he wants to do that. I know I've had trouble. A lot of people have trouble receiving that God wants to do that but but he does it's who he is and when he does he fills that place with himself that's how we can live and move and be in him yeah. is because he does that a little bit at a time every time he takes something out of our heart he heals us he delivers us he takes disease out of our body and then he fills it with himself <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank, thank you, Jesus. You. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Filling all in all with your presence. Yes, thank, thank you, God. Jesus. Because I want to have the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelling on the inside yes. of me. You, dwelling on the inside of me. Um, there's one thing that I would like to say. I don't, I don't want it to sound like or to come across... I got stray hair. That I'm belittling or making light of your circumstances. Because that's not, that's not what um, 
is in my heart. That's not what's in my mind. But whenever, see, I, I, the only way out of our circumstances is to lift our eyes. We can't look at what's going on around me and think I'm going to come out of anything. I have to lift my eyes toward him. And so whenever, like last week when I'm, I'm talking about Paul being in prison, he was, I mean, it was bad. You know, that prison is bad. But he was not focused on himself. He wasn't focused on his surroundings. He was focused on Jesus Christ. He's focused really on his disciples and, 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 and bringing them to the place where they needed to be. He wasn't looking at anything around him. And the only way we come out of sickness, the only way we come out of poverty, the only way we come out of bad relationships, the only way we come out of bad things is to stop looking at my bad thing and look at him. We have to lift our head and our eyes. Has to. Because I used to be in that place where my prayers were, God, you got to do something. <laughs> That's where I was. Every single prayer was, God, you got to do something. And then, and then it turned to, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I'm bad. I know I'm this. I know I... That was my prayer life. There wasn't nothing happening. Nothing happening. And I had to get out of that, looking at me and mine, and even how bad I am, and start looking at him. And so I started focusing on him, and I would not allow myself to pray about my circumstance. I wouldn't, that was just the way that I did it. I would not allow myself to pray about my circumstance. I just would tell him who he was and, and how wonderful he is. And you are great and mighty, and it's your strong right arm that saves God. That's what I would do. And then I would start, after that, I started speaking the word over myself. I started telling myself who I was, who he says I am, not who I feel like, but who he says I am. And God started bringing me out. I started seeing things change. I started seeing things happening. Amen. And then you start praying for other people, and you really see some things happen. But I want to talk about that that's the same way we come out of sickness, whether it's physical sickness or it's emotional sickness, whatever it is. That's how we come out of it. But we, I do believe that we need a revelation of Him and what He has done for us because we could just we can just reach up and grab with with the presence that's here. We can reach up and just grab a hold of that healing power of God and just pull that into my life. This is my bread. Healing belongs to me. We've got to get out of the mindset that I believe God can if it's his will, I believe he can and come into the place that it is his will. It is his will to heal you. It is his will. And I know that there's some of us that are not healed today, but that don't change the fact that it is his will to heal. 
It is his will. He said that he sent his word to heal us. That's Jesus. John 1 says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. And in the Old Testament, he said that he sent his word, and he healed all our diseases. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. That he sent Jesus to heal us and to save us from all destruction. So if, if I am still, and I am, I am not talking about you and what you're not doing right. I am still got an issue that I have not received my healing from yet. But it is still God's will to heal me. He did everything he needed to do in order to make me whole. Everything. Nothing else has to be done. Nothing. So I have to say, okay, God, well, what, you know, what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And sometimes he, it might be that he's telling me to do a specific thing. And I have to do that. And healing comes. Sometimes it's just, he's just going to touch me. And I have to receive. We can't put him in no box because he don't fit. There is no box for him to fit in. Exodus 15, 26 says, And he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord that healeth thee. We're going to look in the Word and see what he is saying about healing. Then you just move over here to Exodus 23. And 26. He says in 25, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Okay, let's read it again. And you will serve the Lord your God, and he is going to bless your bread and your water. And he will make sickness, take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. And this right here is the part of this scripture I wanted to look at. The number of thy days I will fulfill. He said that he's going to bless my bread and my water, and he's going to take sickness from me. And he fulfills the number of my days. He does. The devil is not taking any of us out. He ain't got that right. We belong to him. Thank you, Jesus. We just said in John 1, 
that he's the word. In Psalms 105, 37, he says he brought them forth and not one feeble person was among them. Y'all know that some old people come out of Egypt. There was some old children of Israel that was in Egypt, some old ones. And they've been worked hard. I mean, they had to make bricks with no straw. That's hard. Their backs were beaten. But whenever he brought them out, he brought them out with gold and silver, and not a one of them was feeble. That's a powerful God. Yes, it is. That's a powerful God. Hallelujah. And we are under a new and better covenant. We're under a new and a better covenant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 107.20 says he sent his word and he healed them and he delivered them from their diseases. Jesus was the perfect acceptable sacrifice he broke the bondage of sin of sickness and death he gave himself that we could be set free from the power of the enemy john 10 10 says it's the enemy that comes to steal kill and destroy sickness is of the devil i'm not saying everybody that's sick has got a devil that's not what i said but sickness is of the devil. Depression is of the devil. Anxiety is of the devil. Broken relationship is of the devil. Okay? All of this stuff. If it comes to take life, it is not God. It is the enemy. We live in a cursed world. So sometimes it's just, you know... <sighs> Because the earth is full of pesticides, because the seeds are genetically modified, they're not what God created. We don't eat food that God created anymore. And our bodies were, our bodies were created to eat the food that He made, not this genetically modified hybrid stuff. Our bodies don't know what to do with it, so it causes sickness. Well, all of that is from the enemy. So diabetes is from the enemy. High blood pressure is from the enemy. It's all from the devil. Every bit of it is. And we have dominion over that. We have authority over that. We have to rise up and know that healing belongs to me. It is mine. He said it's mine. In the old covenant, he said it's mine. In that old one where if you do this, I'll do this. If you hearken, I'll do this. If you obey every jot and tittle, I'll do this. Healing was in there. But I better cross the line. Amen. In Matthew 4, it says that Jesus went about preaching the kingdom and healing every disease and weakness. He just went about destroying the works of the enemy. If it wasn't God, then he put a stop to it. 
That's what he did. He went about destroying the works of the enemy. Acts 10, 38 says that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. I know there's chemical imbalance. I know. I know there's stuff that happens inside our bodies, but it is being oppressed by the enemy. I have high blood pressure. That is an oppression of the enemy. God ain't made me like that. I did play a part, but God didn't make me that way. And you say, I know there's genetics and there's, you know, mm, that's, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that's still the enemy. Jesus did everything to make me whole. Everything to make me whole. Let's read what he did. Isaiah 53. Let's go look at what he did. 700 years before he did it, it was prophesied. Isaiah 53, verse 4. It says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Whenever you look at that word grief, The word grief, he has borne our griefs. That word is sickness. See, we look at it and you think, oh, he he bore my broken heart because I'm grieving over something. That's grief. But the word is sickness. So they should have translated it as sickness. So surely, well, the word born right there means to take away, to carry away. To get away. So it says, surely he has taken away my sickness. And the word sorrow is pain. And it doesn't have anything to do with spiritual stuff. He's talking about physical, physical pain. He's talking about physical sickness. That's what he's talking about right there. And Jesus Christ, 700 years before he came, it was prophesied that he was coming to take all of that away from us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. See, he did everything. He was beaten. He was bruised. He hung on that cross so that I do not have to be sick so that I do not have to have pain. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's get a revelation of what he did for me. This is what he did for you. This is what he did. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 7, verse 9, talks about the covenant. He is a covenant God. And he says that his covenant, if we do see in a covenant, two people get together, and this one says, I'll do this, and this one says, I'll do this. And we are part of that covenant making. He said, in this covenant, 
If you do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to heal you, and and I'm going to visit this covenant to your generations a thousand from you. But I'm going to need you to obey me. I'm going to need you to hearken to my voice. I'm going to need you to, this is what you're going to have to do. And if you do this, then you walk in this covenant. He does not break his covenant. He don't break no covenant. We break it all the time. But he still don't break it. And so what I do is I come back and I say, oh, God, I broke my covenant. I'm sorry. He's like, come on. Come on. It's reinstated. Because he don't break it. Well, now we live in this new covenant. Remember we just said just a minute ago? That blood represents a new covenant where Jesus Christ fulfilled all of the ifs. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He fulfilled all those ifs. If you hearken, if you bring me 14 doves, if you, he fulfilled those ifs. He's the if filler. Because I can't feel them ifs. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up all the time. I'm going to mess up, but it's okay because I just come to him and I say, I'm sorry, God, I did it again. I messed up again, God, forgive me. And then at some point, I'm going to have to repent. And that just means I see, oh, this is, I'm stupid. This is why I'm doing this. And I'm going to turn from it and I'm going to go this way. And I ain't going back and doing that no more. I ain't going back and doing it no more. Because if I continue to go back and do it, I did not really repent. I just said, I'm sorry because you caught me. But God is so merciful. He is so merciful. He said that he gives us a covenant and mercy. He's so merciful that he knows that I didn't repent. But it's okay. Because he's still got his hand on me. He's still, you know, moving things around and, and working all these circumstances so that I will turn. And I will turn. Hallelujah. I will turn. Because of everything that he did for me. Everything that he did for you. <laughs> I mean, he gives me the mind to serve him. I don't even do that. He gives me all that. That's a good covenant. It's a good covenant. All I have to do is believe. Believe him. That's all. Oh, my God. Y'all ain't believing me because I can see it on your face. All I have to do is believe him. Believe that Jesus did what Jesus did. Believe it. And then I have access to it. It's mine. Every bit of it is mine. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. Thank you, Jesus. Man, he made things so, I mean, oh, my goodness. He made things so great for us that even if I'm playing football and break my foot, he can heal it. 
And he can make that healing so fast and so miraculous that they like, what? What? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for what you did for us, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you did. Thank you that on that cross you made provision for my healing. Emotional, physical, he made provision for it. And I just have to grab a hold of it. Thank you for healing me, Jesus. It is a tactic of the enemy to keep me focused on my sickness. It is a tactic of the enemy to keep me focused on my problem. That is one of his tactics. That's one of the ways he works. Because he knows that he is doomed. Doomed. When I lift my eyes and say, oh my God. (laughs) Woo! What you did, Jesus. What you did. He is doomed then. Hallelujah. Hey! Because then he's still going to put those symptoms on me And I'm going to tell him to back off in the name of Jesus Because I've already been healed I've already been healed 2,000 years ago I was healed And you ain't stopping me I am not going to give in to what you're doing I'm not giving in to that tactic I will not think about it I used to get migraine headaches And God, one day standing right down here in this area somewhere during praise and worship, I felt uh, all of a sudden just a mmm on my head. And it went, I mean, I felt something come out my head. And I said, you just healed me of migraine headaches. (laughs) And I started dancing and jumping. Nobody laid hands on me. Nobody did. He just did it because, you know, for a year, every time I'd get one, I'd be like, Johnny, <laughs> you know, them things is rough. Put you in the bed for four or five days. But one day, he just healed me. Yeah, he did. And then about three, three, four days, somewhere around there, three or four days later, I was, getting, I was getting in or out of the shower. I don't remember which. And all of a sudden, because, you know, they'll hit you like, bam, just like that. You're you feeling fine one second, and the next second is bad. And one of them hit me, and I had a choice right then to grab me a pill and go to bed or say, no, you are not. No, 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 no. You are not going to strike me. God healed me of this. He healed me of these things. And you ain't putting this back on me. In the name of Jesus, get off of me, devil. Get off of me. Get off. And that's what I did. And it still hurt for just a little while, but I just kept on going. I just kept on going. And I went on. I probably come to prayer because that's what we did. That's that's all we ever did. We just come to prayer. And it at some point was gone, and it never did come back. Thank you, Jesus. That was probably 16 years ago. <coughs> but it, it tried. And see, so often them things try. They going to try to come back. They going to. And we'll give in to it because it's, it's I don't want to say comfortable, but it's comfortable. 
you know, because I know this. It's familiar. It's familiar, and I know what to do, and I'll go take six Excedrin migraine, and <laughs> you know, because that's what you do. And we just kind of give in into it, and, and it's the same thing happens with depression, the same thing happens with anxiety, the same thing happens with addiction. It's the same. He ain't got no new tactics. Amen. He don't have nothing new. He works the same way on you that he works on me. It ain't no different with anything or anybody. Same thing. And I'm telling you how you can come out. Because yes. I've come out of a few things. So this is how you come out. You refuse to let him put that on you again. God delivered me, and I will not. I, you got to get, you got to. Oh, I see to say something. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to do like uh, David Hogan. <laughs> if we're sick and tired of being sick and tired, we got to do something. Because he's done, he has done it. Now, at times, God uses somebody to lay hands on me. He does. Yes, he does. And we're fixing to, we are fixing to open these altars, and we're going to pray for the sick, and God is going to move. He is going to work. Hallelujah. Because he wants to heal us. It is a work of the enemy, and it was what he did. That's the reason he came. First John says it. For this reason, he came to destroy the works of the enemy. That's the reason he came. Because Satan, Satan trying to destroy his life, his, his creation. Because he's mad. Because he hates God. And he hates you. But God said that he put us here and we have dominion. And then he sent Jesus, and Jesus did all of that. He brought me, by the blood of Jesus, he brought me into my rightful place, brought me back to it. And so now I have that authority. And I say, no, no, you're not. You are not doing this to me anymore. No, sir. And then I have to ask God. I might just have to ask God, God, is there something you want me to do? And sometimes he does. And it's usually not something we want to do because it's going to go against my flesh. He's he, he going to go against that. I have to put this thing down because this thing is not the boss. Amen. He is. And I still have to hearken. You know, I still have to hearken because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He don't change. It's just that Jesus took the ifs because he knows I'm going to mess up. But if he speaks to me and tells me to do a particular thing and I don't do it, well, I'm walking in disobedience. So there you go. There you go. But if I go ahead and do what he's telling me to do, then I'm walking in obedience. That's mine. It belongs to me. Healing is the children's bread. I'm a children. I mean, he even told the woman, you know, the woman that was following him and saying, I need my daughter healed, I need my daughter healed. And he's like, woman, you dog? <laughs> what is, he called her a dog. He's like, healing is a children's bread. She says, yeah, but even dogs eat crumbs off the master's table. And he's like, they sure do. 
there's your crumb. And her daughter got healed. And healing didn't belong to her. <coughs> healing didn't belong to her. But he's still so good that he healed her. He is good. <laughs> and we have to start seeing that it is his goodness. And he wants me healed. He wants me healed. I do more damage for the kingdom of darkness if I am healed than if I am sick. Although, I'm just going to say, even if I'm sick, still tearing the kingdom of darkness down. Still going to do it. Amen. He's not going to stop me. He's not going to keep me down. He is not. In the name of Jesus, I will do what I'm put here to do. Don't matter what the enemy does. We got to, we got to, I started to say it again. I'm not going to say that. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. That, you know, Acts 10, we said it just a minute ago. Acts 10, 38 says that, that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. And he went about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And it says in 1 John that as he is in the world, so are we. And it's the same Holy Ghost that I have on the inside of me that Jesus had on the inside of him, right? We have the same thing. I have the same power. I know, I know, I know. I feel that. I feel that. People are like, well, I can't, you know, there's Jesus. No, I have the same power that he had. I just got to get up and start exercising it and not back down. See, I back down. But I can't back down. Because Jesus didn't back down. When Legion was looking at him, he didn't back down. He didn't even, he's like, get out. Okay, you can go in them pigs if you want to. And them pigs all committed suicide. So that was major stuff. And he's just like, get out. <coughs> and we have that same, the same Holy Ghost. I don't have a different Holy Ghost. I have the same Holy Ghost. Same one. He said that we would do greater things than he did. <laughs> that greater is more. More, 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 more. There's more of us. And we're going to go about wiping sickness out, wiping death out, wiping addiction out, wiping sexual perversion out. All of that is of the enemy. And I know people are addicted to sex as well as drugs, as well as alcohol. And that is all of the enemy. That is a sickness also. It is of the enemy. And we drive that thing out. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over that, over all addictions of every single kind. In the name of Jesus, we drive you out. We drive you out. We drive you out. You get out of Ashley County. You get out of our midst. You get out of our kids. You get out of my kids. You get out. You get out of the kids in Freedom Ministries. You get out of Ashley County. In the name of Jesus, we take authority. We take authority. And we're open. These altars are open now. If you have sickness in your body, if you have sickness in your emotions, whatever the problem is, if you suffer from anxiety or you suffer from depression or addiction, if you, if you have a sickness... Come, and we're going to lay hands on you, and God is going to do something. In the name of Jesus.
wonderful evening. In Jesus' name. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.